Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting to live your life the way you should be allowed to and not be taken advantage of or death. I'd rather fight this day to death than let it happen again and again and again. <laughs> Thank you for the enthusiasm, Mike. And by the way, welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you're not subscribed, hit that button for me. Spencer, why are you so quiet today? <sighs> you are you are so quiet. More quiet than usual for a vegan. I don't know, man. I'm just... Are you just, here? Are you, are, you are you here? Are you on this planet, bro? Yeah. You're just, are you just I'm present? Emailing. I'm just happy. Okay, that's good. I'm just in a good mood. Why are you so happy? I don't know, man. I'm with you on that, by the way. It's you know a good the, day. You know I'm the game, on a, I'm you know on a the game street? Candyland? Yeah. I feel oh, like I'm in great. that game right now. Great. great and just game. sliding down mm-hmm. ladders, bro. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just got back from Vegas uh, recently, and uh, I was with the DJ. His name's DJ Ruckus. And uh, I was like, hey, man, can I get your number? And uh, he's like, sure. So he put his number in my phone, and I forgot I had already gotten his number a couple of years ago in Sundance. Weird. At the Sundance uh, party. But he was in my phone as Sundance DJ, which was a bit awkward. <laughs> And he Ooh. saw that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I guarantee everyone who knows Mike and probably like Tana, Tana Monjo's here in the in the audience. She oh, can probably shit. vouch. Is he Go- in your phone as Mike Lovesack? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh. Mike from Lovesack. You know really? what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, everyone yeah, like knows you as Mike Lovesack. put in the first name and then wherever you know him from. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. awkward when they see. Because like, I know DJ Ruckus, bro. For like four years now, we've been to Dubai together, Sundance, Coachella. Yeah. You kind of got to embrace it. Like, I've looked at people's phones and just says Spencer film guy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, we yeah, talked hey, about it with respect. He was hurt, though. Oh, he was? He oh, was yeah, hurt bro. about it. And he's performing in front, at a marquee in front of all these people. And I'm just like, fuck, I know I hurt yeah. his feelings, bro. Maybe you just need, maybe he needed a little check, bro. Well, this happened with me, too. It took you, what, like two years to change my name from Mike Love? It was like a, an yeah. honorary day. You were like, Mike, you finally yeah. made it, dude. I'm putting you, your last hey, name Hey, David, you were David German for the longest time. And now you're David Shabazzabo. I have him in my phone. I have him in my phone. His last name. Davidson. Davidson. That's what he's in my his phone. Instagram. Instagram. Hey, hey, Big Mike. Well, that, that makes sense. Hey, can we talk about um, a girl? A girl. We went to Ohio recently, and a girl had a. Uh, this is interesting. A girl DM'd Mike because um, she knew we were coming to Cleveland, and some girls are just so straightforward with it. And I like gotta commend this girl. What did she say to you? Uh, you tell him. Uh, well, I'll I actually him. threw it to you because I didn't know specifically she verbatim. Said, um, she just said, like, I, I think people knew that I was in Cleveland. And she just said, well, I, I want to sit on your face while you're in Cleveland. That's like, right. Like, there was no hi, no That's hey, right. no how you doing, none of that stuff. And uh, I showed Logan. And then. I said, wow. He was like, mm. wow. And then what happened? We were sitting at dinner. And by the grace of Steve Irwin, this girl came and sat down at the dinner table next to us. And Mike goes, hey, I think that's the girl that wants to sit on my face. I said, there's no fucking way, Mike. There's absolutely and no way. And there she was. There she was. And she came up after and she was like talking to me. Like She was cool. She goes, she goes I'm pretty sure I DM'd you earlier. 
oh, you're pretty sure. Is this a common thing in Cleveland? Like, is that all there is to do? I didn't think sitting on faces was the only thing to do. I, I could, I could what be What else wrong. is there to do in Cleveland? You could play ping pong. Okay. They have a casino That's there. actually, they yeah, that's a, a, king, a ping pong casino. Ping pong casino. Interesting. So there's she quite a few knew, things to do She also Cleveland. knew quite a bit about the Gluck Gluck. That, shout out to shout the out Caller Daddy Caller girls. Daddy girls. You she guys she offered to give Mike a, 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 a very good double-handed Gluck Gluck. double-handed Gluck Gluck. After I just fucked. But did you accept? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Hey, should we bring on our guest? Absolutely. Probably. She's dope. She's dope. She's dope. She's really dope. Guys, she is a former Disney star, now Hollywood superstar. She's actually a dear friend of mine and a peer. She's got 20 million followers on Instagram. And I was actually fortunate enough to have her star in one of my music videos. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bella Thorne. Let's go. (laughs) Here we go. We got a chant? Here we go. Who's chanting? Good to see you, Bella. Got the Corona. Got a little bag got, of got goodies the there. Bag huh? of weed. Uh, you know, just just my traveling partners. Yeah, the essentials. <laughs> you can, you the essentials. Here. How are you feeling? Um, feeling feeling pretty good. Feeling like I should take off my purse. Maybe uh, get comfortable. I should get. I should get I'm down and dirty for this conversation. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, that's what we do here on Impulsive. After all, we are the number one podcast in the world, and that's a stat. That's yep. a fact. I lie about amazing, that. Amazing. Um, so look, Bella, you got this book here, and you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. The life of a wannabe mogul. Mm-hmm. Mental, Mental disarray. disarray. Something you told me though, interesting. This copy actually is like not the final copy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or um, no, yeah. So this this copy is also just like uh, one of my art copies. Mm. You know, I got the first art copy, and then now this is another one. And the the first print actually of the book I was notified um, is missing one of my favorite um, poems. Um, yeah, which will be uh, very 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 sad for me. Um, and so. We're also doing another rendition of the book now for our third print because we just got news. We need another one of those. But when you say first print, like that's 20,000 copies mm-hmm. you told me, right? Okay. Yeah. So so then second print. It's and not, then a third deal. Print. not a deal. So third print now is going to be um, like uh, completely inverted, <clears throat> like black, matte black with the red trees <clears throat> and the red foil and whatnot. Yeah. So I was skimming through this last night and I'm super intrigued and impressed because the style, it, this isn't your typical book. I, I thought I was going to, because I don't really read, but this isn't, I wouldn't call it. No, I mean, because I, like, I don't know how to yeah. read. There weren't, there weren't, there weren't too many pictures in, in there. So that's like there a typical. Some, there were some. I saw some dogs in yeah. there, some cute dogs. There were some. But how did you, can, hey, can you punch in on this? It's like, um. Oh, the cat with the, the cat with the, the, the cutter, the box cutter. No, no, no. There's I wanna, actual I want to ask about that. Dogs in oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. DT. Yeah. But this is, how did you make this? Did you type your thoughts on a typewriter and then have them all? Um, I did it all on a typewriter. Yeah. Um, I wrote it in, in, in two weeks. Cause the, the first two books that I wrote actually got completely lost on a Delta flight. It's very unfortunate. Can you explain how that happened? Um, I'm a dumbass, and Maude told me that I should photocopy them. And obviously I was like, yeah, I'm putting it on my list, my to-do list. And then like, never got I, around when to it. I went, I was on tour when I was writing it anyway. And so it was already kind of like loose in that sense. And I had two of them too. Two. Two, two completed two, books. Uh, all handwritten. Uh, I talk about that, that in my hurt? intro page. It hurt so bad because for so long I tried to get it back because I was just like, no, like this is like this Can't is. Can't be happening. The, the, uh, come on, Delta. Like, what, what are you? <laughs> and and the the stewardess on the flight too was taking a bunch of photos with me and she saw me writing. She asked me what the book was about. Um, and so I'm just thinking like either they're lost in the abyss, never to be appreciated, or uh, she has them. <laughs> but the, but, they're, but they're hand, they were handwritten, right? That's the yeah, that's, exactly. so they're one of there's, one. Yeah, one of one. I can't get I can't get anything of that back, and it's unfortunate because I literally wrote it on like 
three or four tours. So what it's like did, a what lot happen for of a reason. Things. Is this book better? I mean, I think it's much better in a lot of different ways. That book was way different, but that book was more of like what I want the third book to be like, mm. which is very much of how to be a mogul coming from literally nothing, having no background, you know, learning how to read from acting, reading scripts, learning how to count from counting my dad's cash, like um, literally having no schooling background and writing, writing a book, writing a, a feature, writing a series right now that I'm writing, like just how to do it. And literally having no experience, it it's really unfortunate because I have a lot of even the names of all the companies that I have now before we could use those names. So we've got like all of our names that we try mm-hmm. to get le- like we have. And it's just so many good memories in those two books of like real like step by step. How do we do this? Because I didn't know how to fucking do it. And my agents, everybody was just like, mm, it's going to be really difficult. You should just do it like this way instead and just put your face on set like this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, watch me. Watch me. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. This this book is riddled with with really really impressive feats, especially like because of the harsh upbringing that you did have. And I I I want to ask, is this is there something innate in you that made you special and able to achieve the things that you achieved, or do you think every person has something inside them that can allow them to achieve their goals no matter where they come from? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Obviously, the second option. Um, I, with me, like. I don't I don't really think that there's like this whole like oh that somebody's so special like we're all so unique that in a sense no matter what we are so special no person is is ever the same you know so to me the the special thing I, that word has no meaning when it comes to to people cuz really it, it, everybody is you know um but how did you find how did you find that special piece if there's like people watching that feel like they're not special you know which there probably are like I how mean, did you find it I felt not I think not special my whole life I mean like I was just bullied really heavily uh, in school my first language is Spanish and I had to drop Spanish to learn English to then learn how to read which didn't come until I was like 8 or 9 and it like I never felt like everybody was just like you can't do it and and I think that um, who really got me here is like my my father's worth ethic. He he always said, if you're going to do something, then you better be the best damn at it. Like you better literally break your bones trying to be the best. And I really do think that that's how I got here with all the different shit that I like to do, the mogul type vibe of dipping my hand in every pod um, because I really didn't have like a background of being like, you know, oh, do this or do that. And it's kind of just like, what is a, this? <laughs> what does being a mogul mean to you? To me, being a mogul means like having seven passive incomes and like three companies that you work on and then two other ones that are over here. Like to who, me. who are some examples of moguls? I mean, like obviously Elon Musk. Elon is Musk, mo- yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, there's there's actually there's a there's quite a lot of 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 moguls, you know, even um just there's yeah, there's there's a lot of moguls out there, but um for me, it's definitely just dipping your hand um, in every pot and really kind of trying everything and making it work. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Somehow. The reason I ask is because, like, we talked about this, and I'm sort of wrestling it with it in my personal life, is, like, how, how many... Th- things 
should you do before you're doing too many things? Before mm. before you're not you should mm. I mean because you know you put all your eggs in one basket and it works and you're the biggest in the world, mm. but and you do do a lot of stuff mm. like you make music, you mm. act, you write. Obviously, mm. I'm sure you do many many other things and other forms of creative expression. Do you feel like you're doing too much? You know, I always feel like I'm doing too much. Like my like my my, my body's just gonna kind of uh, just give out on me because I don't I don't feed it the proper food that that I should be. You know, um, I don't I don't sleep. I I don't like there's there's so many things that I don't do right with my body and constantly working and constantly having my mind go like you know I, I've been working since I was six weeks old out of the womb I just did child modeling I was on the cover of like Italian Vogue by the time I was like a little like a little, little thing. Who, who put you, you in know that? like uh, I uh, my mom did okay, yeah okay. we uh, we all did modeling growing up and so like for me not to work is honestly m- much weirder like if I'm upset I throw myself into work if I'm happy I throw myself into work <laughs> whatever I'm doing I throw myself into work and I think that it is too much and then all of a sudden I see an opportunity come and I'm like oof but it might be too much on your plate and I'm like but it's right there so let me just do it anyway yeah, yeah. I I noticed that I'm actually really impressed at how punctual and hardworking you are even though you have a massive amount of success and like you could have easily showed up to this podcast an hour late but you were 10 minutes early and it's always been like that even even for my music video like you mm. gave me three days you're on time every day and there for the amount we needed you. So I, I definitely have to commend you on that. And you hinted that it, the work ethic came from your father, mm. who I know you talk about in this book. And uh, he passed away when you were 10, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like nine, yeah. And and what? how did that affect the rest of your childhood? Um, because I know you have a rocky relationship with your mother I, or so. That's what I got mm-hmm. from this book. And so, yeah, how did that affect you? Um, I mean, I... In in so many ways that I can't even put my finger on, you know, to me, though, the most things that it really affects me on is like, um, yeah, what I talk about in the book is like the whys and all the questions, you know, yeah. all the constant questions every day that you literally never get past or get over. And that is really the most difficult thing, like you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people will know, even when you have a dad, you could have a dad who's literally there and it's a wall. It's talking to a wall. So therefore you you don't have a father in a sense. So I'm sure a lot of people can agree with this, but growing up with, without a dad, like, you know, like mm, father's day was rough going on Instagram is fucking annoying when all you see is, you know, daddy, 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 thinking about your wedding day is annoying. Thinking about having coffee is annoying. Thinking about any time that you're like, wow, I like Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall was really, really hard because that would have been something that he would have thought was like, really amazing and and it's just going through really big moments in your life and and you kind of look around and you see everybody has like uh, a good amount of family or uh, not with me as so much I think I attract friends that also have kind of more fucked up families because Mm -hmm. that's just kind of like my my little tentacles that's just my vibe (laughs) bringing your peeps yeah yeah Yeah. there's the passage in here the one uh, about your dad it says um Everything happens for a reason, right? Well, I might be stuck searching for that reason every single day for the rest of my life. So maybe it's better for me to stop now. And I, I also like to adopt the mentality that everything happens for a reason. But sometimes I'm not quite convinced I need to know what that reason is. Hmm. Is that where you've landed on that. I think my mind stirs on that a, a lot, you know, the why me, the why not me, you know, that kind of thing of it all is 
you know, it's kind of like when you're so angry at, at something that you have to find somebody to blame for it. So my reason to blame is what, what is the reason, you know? Um, and that's, that's, that's the reason of so irritating that, that I, I still go to sleep with or wake up with. Um, and, and I'd, I'd like to stop searching and that's obviously what I say, but you know, let's, let's be realistic. <clears throat> Probably not. <laughs> How much do those um, do those like external factors of <clears throat> trauma from your past and you know losing your dad and that kind of stuff um, impact what you do now from like an art standpoint from like a, a talent standpoint? I think it impacts it like in every sense of what I do. You know, even when I direct, I pretty much only like to direct um, really more on. Uh, on the darker side, uh, sure. uh, by the time this comes out, the famous Dex video should be out that I just um, directed oh, that I'm about to direct, and it's uh, called Suicide Watch, and it's <clears throat> kind of all everything that I write or do or see or watch. Like I don't watch really like I don't really watch comedy that much, like you know, at all. Like you got to really talk me into watching a comedy. I'm pretty much only psychological thriller Who, or who's a dark creative that you admire or look look up to. Like you like Jordan Peele. I love Jordan Peele. I love Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Obviously, yeah. Quentin mm. Tarantino is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Marilyn Manson is just I just love him. Oh, he gave great. you an excerpt in this. Mm-hmm. I saw. That's mm-hmm. awesome. A lot of a lot of big people gave you excerpts. Uh, Snoop Dogg's is so funny, and Jason Reitman's is my favorite. His I think, is so here, fucking cool. Let me read Jason's. I like Diplo's the best. I want to read that. But Jason, yeah. Bella Thorne writes poetry as a kidnapper might leave a ransom note. It's a threat, and I don't think she's fucking around. <laughs> Damn. That's awesome. Diplo said, hey, I didn't read this book. Bella gave it to me, and I left it on an airplane. <laughs> that was his excerpt. That's so Diplo. Like, shout out Diplo, dude. Respect. Snoop Dogg, so yo, sitting here smoking, checking out this book of poems from my homegirl, Bella. Damn, girl, you dope as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he had rhymes and rhythms and such words of magnitude and gratitude with just a little bit of attitude. How does that feel getting shouted out by Snoop? Well, uh, luckily, actually, Snoop and I hang out quite quite often. So from his was just, it's just amazing to look at it. Like Snoop Dogg. I never even thought I'd be friends with Snoop Dogg or smug yeah. with Snoop Dogg. He tells me I'm one of be? the only ones that can keep up with him. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's a massive cop. That's a massive cop. That's, That's so a lot cool. of weed. That, like, is, that a, is stoner how, how much How much weed do you have to smoke to keep up with Snoop Dogg? Um, a lot of weed. Yeah, a like a how lot, much can he go through in like a day, in like a sitting, like a, a few ounces, a pound? Like how much are we talking? Um, in <clears throat> in a day, it really depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, uh, it depends also how stressed out I am. Like you know, how, how many people I'm smoking with. If I'm, I, I've only really smoke in groups, and then so many people are smoking, and I I only smoke it if I roll it. So then I'm like just constantly rolling and mm. rolling. Have you thought of hiring a, a roller? No, because I only smoke it if I roll if you it. Roll why? Yeah, why, I don't why? know. It's it it's really I. I I'm so specific and neurotic in the weirdest way that mm. I, this has just become a thing for me. And now I can't get past this thing because it would be much easier if I could smoke shit that other people roll. It's, it's so <laughs> funny you say that because when I used to smoke a lot, I had to roll too. Like there would be a group of four of us and other people would be like, I got, the, I bought the mm-hmm. the wrap. I yeah, want to roll yeah. it. And I'm like, no, I'm not I, rolling it. I have it. to. And I think it hints at something that also is a part of this book, which is the layout of it. Mm. And I think what it is, is you're an artist. You're just an artist in everything you do, whether it's putting a book together that's laid out in a cool Thanks. artistic way or rolling a joint that is artistically perfect and has the right filter, you know, the right uh, mouthpiece and all that good stuff that you put into it. So it's probably an art, an art thing. I like that note. How, do, how yeah. do you use darker art and darker content? Uh, how do you think it can benefit people? I think that 
in in our world, you need to feel like you can relate to somebody. And the worst thing you can do is show this perfect, like to me, you know, even before I was doing this, I went out of my way to show my cystic acne or um, as my friend Scott once said, you go out of way to make yourself ugly, which was offensive. And I don't think that's true, <laughs> but okay. Um, but like, I just, you know, um, like I have a, I have a ban on like anybody that I work with that shoots photos of me, they just can't edit it. Or like, you know, like you can see it on my Instagram if I have cellulite, I let it show because in any sense, it's like you just don't want to put out in in my opinion, this image that is so beautiful. It's not, it's not obtainable. It's not relatable. It's not realistic. Mm -hmm. It's not logistic. It's, it's literally just like, it doesn't make any uh, sense to me in, in, in that way to keep preaching this like image. So I think that the darker content with me is, is great. Cause when I see dark content, I can relate to it or it'll make me cry or something that'll really touch me. And hopefully, you know, I can keep doing that with other people. You open this book. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Love that. <clears throat> the second page says, so if you don't like how I do things or how I say things or how I spell, spell things, things, you can kindly fuck off. Seriously. And then you spelled seriously wrong, but I think that was probably like a play on what you just said. No. Um, <laughs> or maybe you were seriously, are you dyslexic? dyslexic. That's right. Super dyslexic. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. So look, like it's quite obvious that you're a fucking badass, Bella. Does that ever backfire? All the time. Really? All the it time, really does. <laughs> oh All shit. The time. Oh shit. Like like when? Like ever in relationships? Um no. No, actually not not so much in I'm actually very um what's it called? Um, Lenient? Yeah, I'm uh, I usually never I like to say that I, I, I never pick an argument, but that's not true, but it's more of like I don't like like if I'm dating somebody and you know when you get in a relationship all of a sudden you start to notice these things about the person that you're like oh this kind of bugs me and yeah, oh, this yeah. I don't like. well they're always like well they mention it right and they're like oh this thing like uh, or can you shave your legs or like this or that or some shit let's say and like for me if I notice some shit that or is a red flag or something that I don't like like I just don't say anything about it like You'll it's it not it's not even like letting it slide I'm like well I started dating you so then if I change you I'm not gonna like the person that you become because I liked you for literally yourself like but, you know but you like you liked the portion of them that you knew and saw and as your relationship True. gets more and more complex you know, I mean, I think any healthy relationship, there's a bit of molding with each person. Well, of course, there's a bit, uh, there's a bit of push and pull. I just don't, I just don't personally like, you know, like if something is going to really fucking bug me, but what's going to really bug me that much? Like, you know, farting? Like, like what about severe farting? No, no. I go to the bathroom <laughs> with the door open. Like, oh, that's I don't, hard. Like, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I think this whole, what you're saying is also kind of like a whole precautionary tale to getting into relationships too fast too. Mm -hmm. Because if you spend a little bit of time figuring the person out, like spending yeah. time with them, yeah. hanging out with them, then you, you might know. see those yeah. red flags Already. beforehand. Yeah. You could, you could just you like pull, pull back, out. pull yeah, back. Yeah. 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 I see me. I just can only do long-term relationships. I've got a serious problem. I don't like to date. I don't like to be lonely. And I'm yeah. just like, 
Oh, hop back into another two-year relationship. Hold on, give me a minute. Like, I, think, yeah. I think that goes. I think that goes that's like tough. hand in hand too with like being passionate and artistic. Like, I I, feel, I just feel like that's all rolled into that same thing. Like, you're a lover, you're passionate, mm-hmm. you're artistic. Like, that's mm-hmm. just who you are. And you when know? I'm like ew, getting off of set and I'm exhausted or some shit, like I don't want to like be like, oh, who's that? like anybody want to hang out? Go like, to the club. If I'm like you know horny and lonely, then I want like my one person that's like there, and I'm like, bro, cool. Like, then we're gonna binge your favorite show. Like, it's the same. Show. Shit, top ramen with parmesan yeah. on top. Like, let's that go. Like, nice. you know, that sounds nice. That does sound really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, when does being a badass fire? Uh, back. Oh, yeah, all the time. Let me back, think. yeah. Um, fire, fire back. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, dude. Sorry, I sparred this morning. Did I did 12 rounds? I did 12 fucking rounds. Damn. All right, so easy, tired. I'm, I'm sure not a little bit. How many hits to the face? Uh, I think I got like. T- Two to me, but I got a lot of body shots in there, bro. Was Twelve dude, rounds, and you only got two hits. He doesn't take it That's easy. That bro. dude, he spars. It's, it's tough, bro. This <laughs> one is being a badass backfire. <laughs> um, uh, all the time, you know, like when uh, just I think being a badass is just being honest in a sense. And in this world, honesty, this day and age, is just so rare that. When you're honest, you're all of a sudden a badass. But it's really just like, bro, we're just being honest over here. Like everybody thought that the that I came out on Twitter and like, oh my god, that's so badass. And I was just like, I mean, I just tweeted. Oh, like, that was yeah. that was. Like, so, someone tweeted it. Like, someone tweeted it. You are said, you, "Are you bisexual?" And, and I was just like, "Yeah." That's literally all you said. Yeah, and that was like, you coming out. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Like, Absolutely incredible. I, I, but it was just I being love, honest. You know, like, I love yeah. it. That's I amazing. mean, that's 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 my whole thing. I think I think authenticity. And relatability are the two biggest things you can have nowadays. Yeah, for sure. and, and especially your conversations in there and also even just now on the show about mental health. Mm. When we started talking about depression and anxiety on the show and how people can work to combat those. And mm. by the way, feel free to talk about it in front of mass amounts of people. The feedback we got in those mental health conversations were greater than any bullshit like foo-foo yeah. conversation we've had. Yeah. People want to hear about shit they could relate to. Of course, because it's real. And it's things that like, okay, so it used to be kind of like, oh, my one friend is like depressed or like, you know, the depressed girl in school or like this thing. And now you look around and it's every one of your friends. It's almost every other person you meet on the street. This generation is literally so depressed. Clinically, actually, I really think obviously- phones you know it's addictive it's a high you know it might as well be a literal drug it's very in your face all the time and something that we can't escape imagine a drug but being pushed in your face every second of the day everywhere you look to your left Mm -hmm. or your right um it's a dopamine yeah it really actually are proving that it's the dopamine hit and when you're creative and you're using your imagination Mm -hmm. you're outside of the front part of your brain that controls it's only 20% of your brain. So our phones keep us in it. So we don't have time to go into the other 80% of our brain that holds the creativity and imagination. That's from that article. Remember we read the one Mm -hmm. about boredom, the the death of boredom. Boredom is great. Great. Boredom is necessary. Boredom has driven so many great ideas in this world. I'm sure like when SpaceX was thought of, when a lot Mm -hmm. of these ideas were thought of, it was through sitting somewhere Bored. With nothing to do. And <laughs> now going we're on never, a walk. And now we're never Something. bored because yeah. someone just posted a new aspect. Yeah. Some new app just get like mm-hmm. and so like that death of time to sit and like think about what could be. We is said this so in Ohio. Yeah. Andre, you heard heard us. Jake and I were walking around, like I think at a bagel shop on Saturday morning, and it's just like kind of gloomy and there's nothing to do. And we're like, no fucking wonder we started making videos. There is nothing mm-hmm. to do here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I picked up um this weird like yo-yo device I called the Diablo. That. 
And I, st- I was like, why do I know how to, like, why yeah, that was I- impressive. Bro, you well, didn't whip the, I th- could have sworn you whipped that since you were a kid. I the was. That's, oh, I, yeah, I've been whipping okay, it since yeah, I was a kid, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, because you just pick up these random hobbies and you got sucked into entertainment so young. And I think that was your outlet in a way. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing about the phones. I think that um, us as bigger companies should obviously go out of their way to try and control this narrative that just keeps just like drowning us. You know, there's got to be some type of algorithm. I think with Instagram, they should really um, snap down. Sorry, Tana, on Facetune and Photoshop <laughs> and oh, all shit, stuff. not like this, <laughs> not like this. Oh my god! Hey, Tana, Tana just went off on Instagram. Like, by the way, hey, happy birthday! Wait, today? Happy birthday, Tana! You face doing it. Curious. I have a question for the two of you. Actually, how do you guys think? Oh wow, she went in. She really Look went at that. for it. That's Look a, at that. My Instagram photo on that. She's screen. a hot. Is there some face doing on that? Mm-hmm. No, that, no that's way. all. She looks exactly like that right now. Mm, I kind of like shave my vagina. Oh, she, I know. I'm she, like she looking at that, that like. You shave your vagina in face. Shave or shave. <laughs> how do you shave, shave your vagina in face too? Save money on razors, right? Hold That's on, but how amazing. do you shave your vagina yeah. and face tune under face an outfit? Tune? Do you know what I'm? Tanda, this is it. You're really doing it. This is rich and compelling. I'm Lego betches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lego betches. Yo, so back to uh, back to reality here. Um, how, how do how do you two think that your content? is affecting that mental health conversation. Do you think Mm -hmm. it's improving mental health or do you think some of your content has contributed to that problem? It's a great question. My literal content? Yeah, yeah, both of you guys. I'm curious what both of you think. Um, Have we contributed to mental health? Or or helped. Um, You've definitely helped, I would assume, right? um, I mean, yeah, I'm constantly having this this conversation. I think that this book a lot will help people every time that I've read it at a reading or anything. I'll pick a few pages and the amount of people that come up to me and tell me their stories of abuse is honestly really disgusting and saddening. It's, It's like a lot of fucking people in the room. It's, it's just, it's, it's really disturbing. It makes me, um, one of my last interviews, I just cried so hard after because I just heard this, this, this such a sad, sad story. And it just like, Oh, it got me so good. And then I had to walk out in paparazzi and I just didn't like have this make this fake ass smile on my face. And I'm just like, damn, like this shit is really dark. Um, so I think that in ways like that, um, I'm trying to think of a way that I didn't help. And I mean, I guess in general, like if you're looking at me and you're like, oh, like this is like one of those celebrities that's like you think, oh, it's so perfect and happy and like, oh, look at like what she has and like this and that and all those things, then yeah, it's never going to make you feel good about anybody or anything you know instagram is literally just a form of like look at all the most amazing things i have in my most amazing Mm -hmm. self that's not actually you so that's why i've tried to go and especially more on the last two years on my side on my whole instagram my whole public image is like trying to be the most like uh, like authentic, uh, like like look at me, look my worst in in yes. a sense. Like this mm. is my worst. That's totally dope as well. Mm. <laughs> like you know, but that's, obviously that's people don't see it that way. That's super brave. Nice. It's uh, it definitely makes me a target for ridicule. That's that's for sure. How about you over there, LP? Hey, 
I've wrestled with this a lot too because my approach is a little, and maybe because I'm like a man and you know I grew up play, playing sports like man. testosterone. I'm a fucking man. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I, I pooped just now. Yeah, I, I heard it. You sharted. Yeah. Um, it's a quick little shart. No, I. My approach is a little more like head down. You can do it. Believe in yourself. Don't let anyone tell you no or you can't. Um, and I've n- not always in the past been as maybe vulnerable as I should be because I'm, I'm, I wonder what's more effective. And I would love to hear um, the audience's opinions on this. Like, are you more inspired or do you feel more yourself when people or your influencers or the idols are telling you that you can and, and to be positive or when you see your idols being more human? And vulnerable and more real. I think that's a great question. What makes you feel like you can? What makes you feel better? Because I don't know if there's like a right answer per se, and I'm sure everyone's different, but it it is a great question. Because I think that persona that you create when, you know, you have this. Oh, that's that's hard. Oh, wow. (laughs) Joint just flew in. Shout out to nowhere. Shout out to Anna Mojo. I think that that persona that you create (laughs) on Instagram or social media that portrays, I don't even want to call it perfection. I think it's just like your ideal life. Like you're just using your creativity. You're using your imagination yeah. to create this persona. I feel like how people perceive that and and compare and judge. Like- well, also why I think it works for me is like my authenticity. Like you guys know me. Not often am I, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Crying or truly opening up and being vulnerable. It's something I'm working on, obviously, but... It is authentic to me to to be that guy who's always like, like I'm a fucking delusional optimist. I believe anyone can do anything. I I like, mm-hmm. yes, 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 until, yes, 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 until no. Uh-huh. Um, and until so you, no, yes. Until no, it's even <laughs> still that you can do it. <laughs> my, 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 my uh, guess on that too, by the way, is I think that um, Bella's ability to show her her human side is potentially more valuable. This would be my guess because- when it comes to celebrities, everyone, everyone already knows that they're winning. Everyone already knows that their ability, their ability to be strong, put their head down and grind, grind, grind. The, the relatability, though, when someone talks about the struggles and failures they've had to get there, I think is value, is super valuable. Thanks. Thank you, Mike. I, I have a question. Can, Being so can, nice to me today. Can you, <laughs> can you zoom in? Can you zoom well, in? Well, I like the story. I mean, can, you, can you zoom in? Oh, yeah. Can we, try to get a, can, can we try to get a thumbnail? Can you, be, like can you be Elon Musk? <laughs> How else can you recreate this photo? (laughs) (laughs) The Elon Musk face. What's the face? He's got like the eyebrow, like like fish lips. Can we get a? Can we get an actual photo of it? It's just smoke coming out. Here, hold it sideways so we get a little a wider aspect ratio. Is this it? Is this what you want? Yeah, hold in your hand and then puff out your lips and then like raise one eyebrow. You really do have a young. There we mogul. go. That's good, right there. A young Elon Musk. In the house. <laughs> that was great stuff, Bella. What about people that reach out to you with like mental health problems and like questions? Because I'm sure there's so many of them. How do you like try to re-engage once when people provide actual issues? Like I'm sure you see messages all day. Yeah. Like 
I want to mm-hmm. kill myself, like all mm-hmm. these things. Do you do you engage do you ever with them? respond or is it just impossible and you just send broad messages? It's, it's okay. So it, it depends on what it exactly says. If you write me that you're going to kill yourself in a, in, in a tweet, um, I won't respond because I have dealt with a lot of, um, in my own personal experience of when you get the gratification that you're looking for, which is somebody being like, don't do it, please don't do it. You're so strong. Therefore, you keep going back to that mindset whenever you need somebody to tell you that again. Mm. But the problem is, is going to that first mindset in general. You know, that is kind of a trigger effect. And I think it's almost a teaching thing that it's like, you know, when you're like, somebody help me, somebody help me. You're literally saying, someone please help me right now. And instead of saying it in the sense of, well, I'm going to kill myself if you don't help me, that I think just teaches the mind to go there immediately every single time. So no, but when people reach out to me about mental health in general, problems they're experiencing or their family or this and that, yeah, then it's then it's always a bigger conversation to be had because every scenario with this, somebody asked me to like give advice to kids in my situation and I was like, I can't really give advice because every situation is so differently unique when it comes to this type of background that I'd have to have a a one-on-one conversation with someone to actually give them advice about their specific scenario because uh, the lines here, they're very thin and, 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 and it's hard to, you know, not cross any of them because it's such a, it's such a tough thing. Have you, have you ever had to deal with medications um, I am personally don't believe in uh, pills. I won't even take an Advil or a Tylenol. Really? So I get my period. It sucks so bad. How, how come? That's one. I, I've heard this before. And like I, mad noble, but also like sometimes the Advil just gets rid of my headache and it's awesome. Oh, I know, but it's a blood thinner. It's a really strong blood thinner. And, um, you know, my dad, he, uh, he had a lot of heart. He, he died from a heart attack, technically mm. a motorcycle accident, but his heart gave out on him. And, you know, just, um, I I just, I also have a fear of pills. Like I try to take vitamins. I try to force myself. And a lot of times I have to literally just grind them into my smoothies, which tastes disgusting because I literally also don't like taking pills. Like I think I have a literal fear of like, you ever think of sprinkling it on your joint and just smoking some vitamin B? That sounds awful. What the fuck? I thought you were going to say awesome. I was so excited. Don't knock it till you try it. No, that was a horrible idea. Don't do that. I don't, I don't know. Not recommended. Not recommended at all. <laughs> it's like when a when you eat a fry and like the sharp end gets jammed in your throat. Is that what you're afraid of? Um, um, I don't know. Honestly, what a stupid what, fucking question. We are failing. I don't know <laughs> we are specifically failing. what it is, but I do know that that's just me personally. You know, um, but I know a, a lot of friends that are on medication and 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 they love it, and and you know, it really does make a difference and help them. So again, it's so specific to your situation. We've talked, yeah, we've talked about medication quite a bit on this show, and I think that I think like the end point for it was medication being used to get you to a point where you're stable enough to actually attack the problems mm-hmm. that are causing the the situation for you is something that makes sense. If you're in a really bad place and you need it to get yeah. to a, a place yeah. to have a fighting chance, mm-hmm. then that makes sense. But I also don't agree with like years and years and years of taking meds, but not handling the problem, mm-hmm. not making changes in your life or seeing a therapist or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just pulled up this, uh, the statistic that says U.S. suicide rates are the highest they've been since World War II. So playing on pills and mental health, like 
It, we're definitely in a, a scary trend right now. Remember yeah. when I said like everybody around you, all your friends, every single person in this room has serious depression and it used to be just a thing where you're like, oh, this one person you knew or these two people you knew. But now it's literally basically the whole generation in a mm-hmm. sense. It's it's really scary. Depression ah, or, or anxiety. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a whole generation. So, so, I think I think I think it's a, it's I think a, a huge percentage. A huge of percentage, the, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. 2016. There was 6.1 million uh, children with ADHD. So you you have a passage about that or ADD. What's the difference? Do we know attention hyper, deficit disorder? Hyper, hyper, hyper yeah. hyperactivity. Yeah. It's, it's the same shit though. Yeah or no? Yeah, very it similar. Very similar. You have yeah. a hair right here, and I'd be a shit friend if I didn't say anything. It's not a big deal. I just can notice it. No, it's like right. It's like kind of like fun. Yeah, you got it. You got it. There you go. <laughs> There you go. That's crazy. <laughs> so sorry. Good <laughs> um, uh, friend. Some may call it ADD. ADD. I call it the signs of a creative mind. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that. I think so too. Do you think you have ADD or ADHD? Um, I think that I definitely probably have a lot of things. Um, yeah. And I was watching this thing recently on ADHD, which I actually hadn't done that much research into it. And man, when they talk about the routines, that is like good to keep you in. And like, just like the brain, the way it the things it goes to and like um, they talk about like, you know, working out and literally just putting yourself in routine. And I constantly crave routines. Like it's, it's really weird. Like I'll be like for, for three months, I ate burgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's a lot of burgers. A lot of burgers. And then all of a sudden just done with it. There was was two months I ate pizza all day. Like it was just, I am really weird about routines. And I think that it's because my body is craving it in that sense. And, And I might definitely, Definitely have Routines ADHD. are so strong. Yeah. Routines are everything. Kevin mm-hmm. Hines, um, one of my friends who actually survived a uh, suicide attempt off the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. said routine was one of the strongest things that helped him uh, escape his depression because uh, he just focused on different things every mm-hmm. day. It takes 30 days to form a habit and 90 days to what's what's on. like what's the step up from like a, a behavior a, a behavior it, I think that was it. What he he's got he does what um five or six. 23 minute workouts per day at yeah. like specific yeah, times. He's like got it he's, down to a science. He's so structured about it, but it's a routine is literally one of the most hey, are important people, things. Are, are, is Ritalin still being prescribed for kids yeah. with ADHD? I yeah, remember when course. I was in, I'm, people are nodding at me. So yes, but yeah, I haven't, course, I haven't yeah. heard about it in a long, a long time. That's because everyone, that's because everyone's What's the difference it? between so Adderall and Ritalin? Uh, Adderall and Ritalin are central nervous system stimulants so used to treat so, attention deficit so, so similar. disorder. Okay. Yeah, so okay. they're pretty much the same thing. Okay. Hey, can we do a segment? We, we do segments on this show, and I think I have a fun one that we can break it up a little bit. And uh, if Mike could open the soundboard and pass I always forget the one, 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 four. You know, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the segment is called More Than 280. I have a PowerPoint here, as Woo! we do. Dylan made it. Shout out, Dylan. Oh, thanks. Here we go. Let's do a segment. There we go. Let's do a fucking segment. Oh. This is, the segment's called More Than 280. So, oh, you didn't hear it? Do I the, need these on? No. Okay. No. The, well, let's uh, do a segment. <laughs> <laughs> character limit on Twitter, 280 characters. But I, I want to read some of your tweets and have you dive into them okay. more than what we see on Twitter. Okay. Here we go. 
Ugh, I hate hitting on girls. Like, why is this so hard? I don't know what to say besides you're fucking beautiful. <laughs> Do you often find yourself not knowing what to say when you're hitting on girls? And is that um, different from hitting on guys? It's very different as well as because like, you know, with guys, it's like most of the time, you know, like I have a lot of guy friends in general, but like a good amount of the guys that come up to me, I'm like, what, you like me? Like, I just have to kind of assume in a sense that mm. you do just in case you try something that I'm not like, oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm just kind of already going to assume that maybe you might make a move on me. And uh, and I'm just very open. Like, I'm just like, oh, yo, can I get your number if I like somebody and they're like, didn't ask me for mine or something. Mm. But with girls, it's like, you know. Do they want to be besties? Do they think I'm trying to be besties? Like when I'm like, yeah, we should hang out. Like, give me your number. And they're like, oh my God, totally. Like, let's go out to lunch and da-da-da. And I'm so, like, yeah, let's 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 go to lunch and well, yeah, is it because yeah, you don't know how if, if, yeah. if, like, <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Is it cause you don't know if you're trying to make out or if they're just trying to be a friend? Like when exactly. are you in James I, Charles territory I, where you're hitting on straight women? Yeah. Do you know if they're straight or um, exactly. I you don't, don't know. You don't, tricky, you yeah. don't really know. Um, uh, and, um, I won't say much about the James Charles situation, but I did stick up for him on, uh, on, on Insta and, and snap because, um, I, I also was like, but what if, what if I'm a guy and I go and I, I just hit on this girl? Well, she's not necessarily like reciprocating this to me. Mm. Like I, I don't know until I try mm -hmm. in a sense. And she says no. And when she says no, then you say, okay, bye. I also, you we know? also didn't have a problem and with it. We, so we, it's yeah. like, like it's with me kind of the same thing with girls is I'm like, oh my God, you're so fucking beautiful. And they're like, oh my God, baby, you are too. You're so Why pretty. Your skin you want to go so to the good. bathroom? And yeah. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> like, is there a secret look? Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what is it? Something. What is it? I have like one handshake. thing. What if you, what if you say to them, this is a good, uh, a good question. You want to get out of here? Like when you say you want to get out of here to somebody, uh, that no? feels so like you don't not you don't like it. Like not maybe not. In that it feels voice, like you're sexualizing it. I've seen this in movies. I've seen this in movies. The girls are hanging out, and all of a sudden they just start making out, <laughs> and I don't know how it could happen any other way. I'm just not. Is there like some? Are you, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you probably just movies? have to get good at, at feeling the vibe, right? Um, I know. I just have to get good at feeling the vibe. Are you there? Like, how, how did you I feel Tana's vibe? vibe? How did you know about Tana, Tana? The first time I met her, she literally, I didn't even, she just was like, hey, can I get a photo of us kissing? That was like the first <laughs> thing she Tana, said Tana, are you bi? <laughs> We've had this conversation literally yeah. on this podcast. She said it wow. like four years What'd ago. What'd you say? That's, yeah, she is. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, she said it just but, like but that. But you're but you're by Bella, <laughs> she yeah. She said it just like that. I'm also pans. I didn't know okay, the okay. actual um I feel like also another thing that's really bad in uh in our community in general is like if you don't know something, why you're beaten down so hard for not knowing. But the only way to teach somebody something is by teaching them and not beating them down for not knowing. So I didn't actually know the difference between pansexual and like I just knew that it was different than bi. What, what is like, the difference? Sorry, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so so somebody really explained weird. it to me the other day. Um, when I asked and I was like do I sound really stupid do you hate me and she's mm -hmm. like no 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 stop it's great to ask a question I was like okay alright that was nice you know and now I can spread the message oh great Look. here we are there but we if go. she would have beat me down for it I wouldn't be here talking about it you know what I'm saying yeah, so it's, it worked like that better um, but it basically means like I I like what I like. I don't have a preference. I like the soul in a sense. Mm. Like, you know, it doesn't really matter to me at all 
who, she, them, he, they, what it did. It's just if I like a vibe. And so that's different. I like that. Bi is just like girl or bi. I mean, girl or guy. Yeah. So where, so so the, so when you're, as far as I know, don't, don't, don't beat me up over it, guys. As far as I know of, please teach me a lesson. Don't fucking beat me up over it. Oh my God. (laughs) So when you're pansexual, that, that goes out to like transgender. Yeah, I'm just down. How about as far as like, like bestiality? Like where I'm just curious. Like, does it is the line ever? I hope is you're it just making a joke? I was. I actually quite, was quite different cu- things. Curious. Okay. I'm. I'm literally curious. Do you think me sitting across not you, from not you, said, no, not you? No, not you. I just mean like if someone is says like I'm pansexual. Like where does it doesn't that include bestiality? Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm dead serious. I was it, dead serious. It, it, no. Does it include inanimate objects? I've seen no, those so shows. True Life. Like I'm married to a bridge. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. She's married to a bridge. You're making a movie about being married to a bridge. What are the odds? Yo, bridges are chill. But it's is is an object. What's yeah. the object? <laughs> um, I can't tell you. Come it's on, a secret. just say it. <laughs> no, we're writing it? it. I can't. All right. Objects are more more reliable for sure. Pansexual, <laughs> it, the definition says it's attraction towards people regardless of their sex or gender. Suppose it has to doesn't people. matter. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's people. Uh, it's people. Yeah. No beasts. Good question. I was wondering the same thing. I'm glad Mike said because it. Because you've seen shows where they're like, I'm in a relationship with my couch cushions. You've, we've seen Who the knows? Shows. So yeah. like, I didn't know Who if knows? you can. You have sex with anything nowadays. Yeah. <gasps> well, you shouldn't. Bridges are Have you guys had sex with yeah, inanimate you objects? What? You should what? You should have sex with whatever you goddamn please. Quick, find me the nearest goat. If you're in love with the bridge, you're in love with the bridge. The bridge is for you. What, love that bridge. What's the know? weirdest object that you guys have had sex with? Me? Yeah. What's, what's going body, on? body pillow. Body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not, no fucking guy in this room can tell me that they did not have sex with a pillow when they were going through puberty at oh the age God. of 13, 14. You, didn't, you I, weren't I didn't. even having sex. It was just happening without you even doing it. You're like, <laughs> how did like, I start having this pillow and why is this coming out of my penis right now? <laughs> That's what happened. Yo. <laughs> Man, it's gonna get age gated. The first time I came, bro, I was like, "What is this, yeah. bro?" Yeah, I didn't know, so I yep. went to the store. I bought condoms, and I was like, "I'm gonna collect it and find out what's happening." Because <laughs> hey, shout out mom and dad. They never gave me the talk, dude. My yeah. dad never told me what masturbating was ever or anything about sex, which is so odd because we're so open. That's I, I, had to, I had to discover it on my own. And then Did guess you, what? You hump your body pillow one too many times, bro, and a little hole forms there. Yeah, and then and they, the orgasms are four know. times as Wait, good. Oh, wow. Little hole. Oh, this wow. Big, you, you saw in that one show. What's that one show? The Big Mouth? Big Mouth. If anyone's seen here, the cartoon yep. Big Mouth, yep. the dude is in love with a pillow. Uh-huh. Can, so I, yeah. think can about- I can I help myself on something? Yeah. I skipped it's the funny. pillows and went to um, down comforters, <laughs> like a good grip on a down comforter because it's nice and soft and a little bit less like pressurizing and textureless. Uh, Did you ever have I sex have, with an yeah. inanimate object growing up? No. Must be nice. <laughs> now I'm fucking embarrassed. She's like, no, I missed that. Hey, let's go to the next week. <laughs> Instagram should wow. put a ban on all Photoshop on their platform. This isn't good for the psyche, and I think we could lower suicide rates. But what about all the Insta Insta We were talking about this and it's like you have to create some type of algorithm that literally says, okay, this is used through specifically Facetune and then it says, okay, now this was used to edit like this type of thing, like the body or, you know, things that like, you you do whatever whatever you want to your photo. Like I, you know, but in my general opinion, Mm. having this whole like, okay, first of all, stop it. 
You're fucking beautiful. I tell Tana this all damn day. Oh my god! Like literally. But I know, I know, and it's and it's insecurities, and I get it, I get it, and I'm I'm very insecure on a lot of things. But as well as when you look up those ratios and and look at how bad we're getting, we have to do something. And unfortunate, yes, it would be a little bit of a slap on the wrist. I'm sorry you can't edit um, your body or your butt to look bigger or like you to look more perfect. I'm sorry, but also. Would you rather that or would you rather these suicide rates to keep going up higher and higher and higher and highest they've ever been? Like there just has to be this isn't I don't say it is necessarily the answer, but there has to be something that these huge platforms are going to go out of their way to do to watch it because they are really in the wrong in the sense that they are letting this happen all over their platform. They let bullying happen. They do this. They let all these kinds of things. And look at what we're doing now. So we have to do something to at least try and help. Like, you, my goodness, you may, to these you, platforms. You may know know this. They've they've Instagram started. They started beta testing, removing likes on photos. Did you know that? Um, I did hear about that, yeah. So to say liked by Bella Thorne and others. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good first step? I think that that is a definitely a really interesting one. And it might take us a while of like suicide rates maybe peaking up more because it's just everyone's like so used to what they're used to. And now all of a sudden, hold on, this is such a big change. But I think that it would definitely help in the long run for sure. It's just that the immediate change it would have, we would probably see it as like, oh, fuck, like maybe this wasn't the best idea. But in the long run, yeah, definitely. It's just it's going to take us a while to get used to and like like it. Mm. I got a I got a text from somebody yesterday that you know and David knows actually, uh, which is super interesting. You might know her too. That she's almost done with an app that can detect uh, the photoshopping. Yeah. It's almost done. It's it's almost done. It's See, so fun. Great. It's so funny that we're having great. this conversation because yeah. literally yesterday she texted me. It was like it, it's been in the works for two years. That's awesome. Yeah, people That's are people great. are yeah people are finding out right now. Uh, this is from the Guardian that uh, social media platforms are using the same techniques as gambling mm-hmm. firms to create psychological dependencies and ingrain their products Holy in the shit. lives of their yeah. users, You're experts evil. warn. Mm-hmm. And they're saying methods activate the same brain mechanisms as cocaine mm-hmm. and leads users yeah. to experience mm-hmm. phantom notification buzzing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time warm. you see it, it's phantom. like, it gives your mind like basically doing a line of coke. Every time you see it, every time you see it, boom, 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 boom. It's literally that. designed you, to do that. that. To Has your phone us. ever, have you it's ever so up. heard a buzz and you grab your phone and it didn't buzz? I mean, Spencer, when you ask these types of questions, like, what do you want from me, guy? Like, okay, sure, I made a mistake once. Also, another question. Whose phones- <laughs> Fan also, of buzzing, bro. Whose phones still, happening? Whose phone still buzz? Does anyone here have their- You have vibrations? I, 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 vibrate yeah, real, yeah. It's, vibrate, it's real vibrate, quick. Vibrate. It goes, it goes, that's it. I got have the you ever full, been in bed? But it's Someone, not just about uh, the buzz. It's about the literally the notification banner. That coming across I have those ding. all turned off. You, you don't I try to because, yeah. because, but, uh, have you ever been in bed with someone who has that vibration on and that someone's like blowing them up in the middle of their night and you're, you're just the sitting there like, do you want to check that? Because like, it's chill. You just, Black you, Mirror. you want to check it maybe? Yeah, they're just snoring. Yeah, yeah. You can't sleep because Black Mirror just came out with an episode about this. It's called Smithereens. Um, yeah. Just a little side Great series, yeah. by the way. This new season is fucking It's actually, incredible. it's actually, it's not the best ever. I, some of the episodes are good. I love it. We got into an argument about it. You may have seen it. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Impulsive Show. All right, here's the next one. 
Bella Thorne, I'm bored of being lonely. I just want you, Logan Aww. Paul. Was this was this about me? Like what what happened here? <laughs> and and when I saw this, I was I like I was gonna text you and be like, yo, like I can be there, but I don't know. I would think I was like working out or something. But what was going on here? Priorities, man. I was about to say. You couldn't just get stop the swell sesh to go take care of BT? Like, what's yeah. going on? How many relationships have you been in? Two. Is that why? So, look, man, I got a lot Priority. of things to work on. I love the gym more than me. Um, yeah, I'm bored of being lonely. I just want you. Yeah, that's basically my whole mental idea in general. Like I said earlier, I'm a relationship hopper and I just stay in long-term relationships kind of one after another. I don't like dating around. I don't like being lonely. I'm a very lonely person. And um, I try to work on it all the time, actually. Um, and it's a really difficult thing to beat, uh, I, I will say. But when when I'm alone in, in, in bed at night, I feel like the most mm, vulnerable, like, mm, I'm just a little flower. Please come, come, come. Come pet my flower. Mm. I'm right here. Yeah. Just cute, like, please. That happens to me too. Yeah. That happens to me too. Yeah. Same I've thing. Walked in, I've walked in on him doing that before. He's like, please, I, I need water and, and new dirt. Yeah. I'm just a little flower. Can you pass the remote? I'm like, yo, Logan, what's what's good? What kind of, hey, what kind of flower are you? I'm just curious. I took uh, pictures of flowers when I was young. So. A log stab red rose. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. Long stem red rose? Yeah. Oh, I think I know what that is. I'm a petunia. Yeah. A petunia. I would be a I would be a orchid. Nice. Because it doesn't it bloom like once and then it just fucking like. And if you touch the petals, you're just slowly killing it. That's yeah. like me. Like if you if you ruffle my feathers, yeah. I'm yeah. fucking, I fall apart. <laughs> Don't ruffle me, bro. All right, look, that's it. That's the end of this segment. That was cool. Wow. Thanks, Bella. Holy shit, thanks. More of the 280. You got to do that again. So I, I, I like diving in your mind with those tweets. And, and I want to dive in your mind with uh, a passage here in your book. Okay. I want to read it. Because this one specifically, I... To be honest, I don't know what the fuck. Is <laughs> I don't, I, I, a lot of this book is awesome and I love it. And there's a quarter of it where I could compare it to talking to someone on acid. <laughs> like, I, like I, if I'm being honest, like I just, well, right, here we go. What happened to your face? I tried to cut my own eye open with a box cutter. What's it look like? A cat scratched me. And then there's a cat with a box cutter. <laughs> Saying he he he. Well, Danny is, chew that. What, what is this about? It's an analogy. It basically means like when someone's like, oh, are, are you okay? And you're like, um, uh, yeah, like a cat scratched me. Like, no, I tried to cut my eye open with a box cutter. What's it fucking look like? Like, um, it's basically saying um, when you're in that uh, type of state of mind you know that is kind of how you feel and then you know when when you're in grief and people get really upset because they're like oh i'm so sorry and you're like well you didn't kill him or like you didn't do it like sorry like what do you mean like and people feel really like empty statements by that that is kind of what i'm referring to gotcha here's one coincidences are for losers don't be a pussy. It's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. This one I wrote for myself because I constantly say like coincidence. Whoa, that's weird. That's weird. And I was just like, it's not a coincidence, man. Like the universe is just strung together and it is just not a fucking coincidence. If it's right, like look at it. It's right in front of you. That to me, in a sense, is a sign that you're either on the right path or you've been there, done that before. So in a sense, you are on the right path. I think coincidences. They're for and and I constantly have to say this to myself all the time. I'm like, oh my god, what a coincidence! And then I'm like, 
for losers, don't be a pussy bill. <laughs> Do you think everything you've written in this book is going to hold true for the rest of your life? Do you no. feel pretty, pretty solid or are you a changing, no, molding, the, the adapting? Most, I, I, if you notice, I put a lot of dates on things because a lot of things I wrote, like some of the things I wrote when I first turned 18, between 18 and 19, and I was like really figuring myself at, out and had so many questions that I literally could just, my brain was going to explode with all these questions. And it, it, I put them in there so that you know that this is where I started and, and here is my progress. And, and as you get older, my thoughts are going to change. My opinions will change. They'll, they'll revert back. They'll keep going. Like, are you going to make volumes of these? I feel yeah. like, I feel so like this be is awesome. the first one. Okay. And then, um, there will be the second one and the third. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so you talk about coincidences when, when you got involved in the, the Disney funnel, was that a weird coincidence? Cause I read somewhere you only did that because you were about to become homeless. Mm. And and you needed money. Um, we were, uh, yes. Yep. We um, were, uh, you know, we, we were a very poor family growing up. And then we got money at one point, And then my, my, uh, m- my mom got very sick and my father and all these other things happened. And then when we came up to LA, it just got harder and harder and more struggling and more struggling. And then, um, and then shake it up. And it wasn't like, I, I didn't watch Disney growing up. I, the, the Grudge was one of the first movies I really like saw and loved. Like I've only oh. ever <laughs> watched. And my sister actually loved Disney stuff. And I'm actually named after Belle. So really, oh, incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be, but I just never did. And I was on Big Love at the time on HBO. And um, and and that was just like not really scraping us by at all. You know, when you're on it, like such a big show. So many such members a great and show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, so, so amazing. And then it was like, shake it up or... It's what are you? What's your other option? Um, Did you know about Big Love? We talk about uh, that was the polygamy show, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. It's a show about polygamy, and was it based mm-hmm. in Utah? Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. And what was your was role it, in that again? Um, I played Tansy Henriksen. Was it a Mor- Mor- Mormon? Oh my god! The do- mm-hmm. Oh my god! Was it a Mormon? What? Thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay it's cool. a cool show. You should watch mm-hmm. it. Like really cool. So um, we can talk, we talk about the the trauma you've had in your life and you've experienced at such a young age, was there ever a point where you made it per se and it made it better for you? Did your success ever give you a sense of relief? Oh, definitely. When, when, when we were able to like, uh, eat lots of food, that was, you know, that was like, different food like you know for there's it's quite hard to explain but uh, i did this kfc commercial and and so they sent us a bunch of frozen chicken and so that was all we had for a while and then these like stofers like coupons that we got from this event um and then that and so it was nice to like uh go to olive garden Mm. and like Great go, you know mm. you know like do things like that like that was so cool and i remember when my mom got me my like my first nice thing like an mcm bag and like that was such a cool crazy moment of like oh we're able to do this yeah. kind of now and then you know after shake it up like obviously shake it up was a very short time only three years and so um that then it was hard again for a minute and then you know then it picked up again able to uh, make more money and social media came about and then i got an instagram and you know that started happening so even, well, even when you were making it you were going through a lot of shit and there's this clip of you I, we don't have to play it um, but you know this one mm-hmm. where you were yeah. talking about um, mm-hmm. you being abused at 
a young age. And this is actually when I reached out to you. Mm -hmm. Um, How did that affect you being a young, blossoming Hollywood star? I mean, I think that it probably was one of the reasons why I felt like I was so drowned and I was in such a dark place growing up and I contemplated suicide. And there was just like a lot of things. And I I think it was because it was such a crazy thing of like everyone knows everything about you, but this one thing that's so big and makes you literally who you are, it's literally changed me as a person completely. And nobody... And it's happening for so long. And then all these people are around and you're just hiding this big secret. And it's so weird and everyone's just there, but nobody is saying like, it's just, it was, it just made me feel like I was literally encased in this, not a doll, but like this thing. And I'm literally like a Black Mirror episode, just like beating on the mm-hmm. inside. It just, it it made me literally feel like I was completely drowning. And I'm writing this series right now. And I, and I have a scene that like really totally puts the character very much there. Um, and it's just this feeling of, I don't know another way to describe it besides like drowning, like right before you have a panic attack. Have you ever had a panic attack? So like the moment right before you have a panic attack where you feel like it's, it, it, it's like, it's quite undescribable. It's, it's, that's how I felt for a lot of my years growing up. Um, because you know, it was only, uh, when, when I was 18 and I moved out, he moved out a week after me. So it's like, so just crazy. I mean, like 18, like I was like hella famous by then. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Literally what the fuck? It's so weird. You know, he's there the whole entire time. He drove me to set and he was, you know, in my dressing room. He, uh, watched me. You've never revealed who this person was. Um, no. Yeah, I didn't. I, uh, talk about the, read that one too in the book. Can Can I get to that page? Um, I, I don't know, but I think that one, I, it was already such a big moment for me to kind of go out about this. Um, so then it was like, then they'll know what he looks like and they'll imagine it and they'll just put him there, you know, and I just don't really... Um, I don't know. And, and in going after him, I talk about that a lot in the book too, of like this self-hatred I have because the police, you know, they, they make, they make their victims feel like villains and, you know, so many people don't ever report the abuse and that's, there's, there's not a question. Oh, why not? Why do you think? Uh, Of course, because of this system. And so for me, I have, I have such a hard time. I call it, it's called selfish in there. And it's, it's literally about me being selfish. I am selfish because I won't just put myself through the pain of describing every story in detail that I've spent so long trying to forget and have reworked my mental brain so that I don't have flashbacks all the time. And to go back there again, over and over and over and watch somebody look at you and basically has to question if you're lying at every point in time when you're just trying to tell your story that I I think might 
um, might really hurt me on the inside. Like it might break me in a sense, you mm. know, and, and I, I call it selfish. Yeah. Because it just seems very selfish and I just have to give myself the chance not to be selfish. Do you think you'll ever reach a point where, uh, you feel like expressing yourself and just letting everything out will make you feel better to live the rest of your life with a clear I'm hoping mind. that's what this book will do, you know. Um I've I've for so long have felt so like weird when all these people like you know I feel like so many people just hate me in a sense and like it's you know it definitely gets to me and it's really hard because everyone around me is always like, well if everyone just knew you'd be like they love you. Like, you know, you, you're just you're you and with this book, it was one of the things of besides the mental disarray, it was kind of like, here I am. Read me like an open book. Like, I'm literally right here. Like, this is my mental shit. When Tana read some of the first few pages, she was really like, you haven't even told me some of this shit. Why are you putting this in the book? This is so out there. Mm. And now I'm just like, hopefully that will make me feel better because I really do feel like, um, you know, I never went to therapy, but like the first time I had to tell someone about what had happened and then that was the worst time ever. The first time is always going to be the worst. So then if you talk about it more and more and more and you almost, it sounds fucked up, but normalize it in your mind, it starts to hurt less every single time. Mm. And so I think that this will help me a lot. Um, I, I'm hoping, of course, it will help other people, but it is selfish in the sense that this is, you know, I want this book to really help me um, mentally, like really, I don't know, like open my brain. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm always searching for an answer and, you know, I'm thinking maybe this book will be it. I don't know. Do you have a <clears throat> message to um, any other girls out there that have had that happened to them do you any words of you know courage or strength or anything like that that you'd want to say to someone who's been through the same thing that you have um um as i was saying earlier you know you can't really give advice to anybody on this uh scenario without knowing the you know there you know there's there's so many lines that you can't really give advice because everything is so unique you know you could say to somebody like oh well uh well well tell your mom well what if your mom doesn't believe you or what if your mom beats you for it or yeah. what if your father does this to you for it or you know oh well go tell this person and what if that person tells the whole school and then everybody thinks that you're um this thing you know like there's there's it's just really specific but what i will say is you just have to literally keep fighting because there's too many times in my life where I thought that maybe fighting wasn't worth it anymore, but it just is. It is every single time. And after you get beaten down again and again and again, you have to just keep fighting even when you feel like it might kill you because what's better? Being yourself being out of that situation, getting to live your life the way you should be allowed to and not be taken advantage of or death. I'd rather fight this day to death than let it happen again and again and again, you know? And that is what I didn't do then. And I, I wish I had, and I was so young and I was so like, you know, it started when I was the first thing, the first time I can remember was when I was six. And that wasn't the first time that was after it had already been happening. So I don't know. 
but it was so normal that I didn't know it was wrong for so long. And that is something is so hard to mentally get past. That and Stockholm Syndrome are two of the most fucked up things that in this situation, you hate yourself for it. You feel disgusting, but you're not a bruised fruit. Your fruit is still beautiful. You can still buy it at the supermarket. <laughs> it's not bruised. What's the what's the go-to um like uh direction from people in a, in authority or in the health community or mental health community in terms of what people should do if they have been through this? Are they direct are like, are we supposed to direct people in the audience that may have been through it to talk to a therapist, to talk to someone they trust at their school? Like, I understand what you said about, you know, if you tell your best friend, she may tell the school. If you tell your mom, she may be jealous. Who is the good person to talk to if you're dealing with something like this? I've, I've talked to therapists about trauma that I've been through. It's been helpful. Mm-hmm. I was just curious why a therapist wasn't something that you ever. Because therapy wasn't a thing in our family, but I'm also was raised, you know, like they, this is different now. When I was younger, it was still normal to beat the shit out of your kids. So let me tell you, nobody was looking like that was weird. It is not normal now. Yeah, I got thrown down the stairs a couple of times. Greg, Greg Paul. Yeah. Not this again. I deserved it. Not no, this I, again. I deserved it. He says that is not true. He maintains. No, no, he maintains no child that. deserves to be thrown down the stairs. Uh, um, did he give you? Did he give you like a little shove, or was it like a full out like? Toss? It was. It was. It was strategic, bro. Like I'm being okay. There were three stairs. It was like a, a staircase that led to another staircase. There was three stairs, and he threw me down. I hit the wall, and it was fine, bro. I was fine, and like maybe he was just I turned out just fine, right? I feel fucking great. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's why you have that good. lump in your skull. Yeah. Maybe he was just <laughs> testing the drywall out. Like he just had it installed. Who knows? But yeah. I'm sure he had a reason. Shout out, Greg. Oh, I don't know, man. I love you, Greg, even yeah. though you sold that pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> mm, no, I don't no, know. I don't know. Violence, violence. Yeah. No. What's the, hey, hey, all right. All right. Mr. Bean Man to. <laughs> What's the best way to discipline your kin? Did you say having kid? mental Bean control man? over your child is the best way. Come to on, mind control. Come having on, that's impossible. I am your, I am your parent, and so therefore, like the repercussions, it should not be to abuse them. Those repercussions are never gonna work. One, two, it's fucked up morally, and three, I don't know if it's abuse is the right word. Them uh, wi- abuse okay. implies repetition okay. to me. To me. So you're saying he threw you down the staircase once and he never touched your hair on your head after that? I mean, he did some other things, but like as a little kid. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I was not, no, but I was not abused. I was disciplined. What about- and sure, it may have been a little more physical than the average parent, but also I turned out a little more average than the average person. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. spankings? And so did Jake, by the way. There's two of us. Like something as fucked up as we are, something did go right in our childhood. Um, right. I, I think discipline, like discipline's a completely different thing than like throwing someone downstairs. Yeah. Like you can- I hit the wall, I hit the wall flat, By bro. The way, it was strategic. GP, GP yeah. has argued this throw for the longest time. I don't know if this has been created in Logan's head. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is that Logan normalizes it as that I deserved it. And that's honestly the, the worst, worst part. And by I the don't way, think so. Way, I don't think And by the so. way, I'm setting a horrible example yeah. because now I'm saying, I don't know if that really happened. Like who's to, it happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> Logan says it happened. He did it happened. Right? Yo, but I'm just, I think like, anytime, I'm, not, I'm not a victim. I am, I am a fully functioning human being yeah. man. But you don't know what well, kind of course, like but... traumas you hold on to. 
You really don't. Like oh, if if the, that stuff the traumas I, the traumas I hold I think, on to are I not think from. You should just do the whole show. Wow. You should just. Why do you think he's on the show? Why do you think he's on the show? Because he provides that perspective. But I'm saying, a hundred percent in your life, everything that happened to you when you were younger, you don't even notice at all. They're all subconscious. For sure. Yes, hundred percent. It's like a, it's like an onion. You you have that thing happen, mm-hmm. and you put another layer, another layer, another layer. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. All these layers go on top of it. And then and when you peel it back, your eyes just water more. Yeah, more. The more, the deeper you, you get, like the more fucked up that onions. Yeah, yeah I like guys, onions. Man. Oh, you like onions? No, like onions. You, you ate an onion so on Jimmy good. Kimmel, yeah. right? Just yeah. took just, a bite out yeah. of an onion. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I? Can I say, by the way, balance, dude. Like, don't punch your kids in the face. Don't throw them down the stairs. I ain't against a little spanking. I saw a video a while back recently I'm about a kid who was at his graduation. Of he was a four or five year old kid. You may be able to even pull it up. You know which one I'm talking about? The kid that's- I, I saw one in a bathroom and well, a kid was yelling at his dad in the bathroom well, and calling- the one I, the, Like, like I want to ask you, uh, right, I'm, well, I'm gonna, just, I want to find this video. Well, because it's in the same vein. I want to okay. I want to find this video and ask you how you would discipline this kid. Can I but just- that's add- hard because it's like, but look at how you raised that kid that you yeah. let that kid get there to exactly. even think that they- Okay, what I was saying about um, mental control is authority. You have authority- over your children. And if you have literally like, you know, you know, just put that in their smoothie every single day until they're older, then you shouldn't have to be disciplining your children by throwing them down the stairs. Life isn't perfect (laughs) though, Bella. Like you're like, who knows, who knows what could happen that your kid thinks. I think the best, the best way to do it is to leave. Unfortunately, but also that like society, look at what you, uh, you know, you, you have to look at your circumstances and you can't blame the child. Look at what the child is growing up. You have to, you have to lead by example. Like I think a perfect example is, Parents always tell you you got to eat your vegetables, but they never do. And their plate is just yeah. there's nothing or make on your it. bed, but you they know? don't. Yeah, you you no. you do what you watch. Are you listening? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yes, yes, we're convincing you, not ourselves. Yeah. I know. We we're kind of just yeah. vibing. We're yeah. preaching to the choir yeah. over here. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think they really listen. Yeah, I think no. they just said. No, yeah. I, I took on this challenge to find what? this gosh dang video. Oh, here's one. What what went wrong here? I'm sure you've seen this. This is a preschool graduation. Good afternoon, parents. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Shut the fuck hey, up. Boys. Hey. Oh, oh nice. no, thank you. No, thank you. you need- this little fucking no, there's kid. More. Wait, wait, wait. There's you more? gotta, you gotta play. Part, there's, yeah. there's, there's something coming in after that, bro. Yeah, oh, gotta, shit. You play the whole thing. So Look at this guy. This guy. So, so sorry. So, how's everyone been? No, play it again. Go ahead. That's playing. Yeah, I think it is, Mark. The volume? It's gone. Boys and girls, shut the fuck hey, up! Hey, hey. Not nice. No, thank you. No, thank you. How does that kid know that? No, thank you. Oh, bitch. So he says, shut the fuck up. Oh, he's just on his way out. What do you do? What do you do? You don't say shut the fuck up in front of your children. Right. What did they learn at school? I was about to say, when they do learn at school, you have to really find a way between you and your partner of, and you have to do that while you're, you know, like, you don't do that like after all of a sudden the problems are coming up. Oh no, let's deal with them now. Let's cross that bridge when we get to it. You know with your partner that you should be having these discussions, especially so that you both agree and you don't go into some relationship not agreeing with how you both want to raise your children because that can also be just a recipe for disaster but i mean 
Like what? what he, I feel bad for that kid. Hell yeah. Like I'm just now thinking of the scenario where his mom or dad is yelling at one another or yelling at him, saying "shut the fuck up," and then it's just kind of sticking in his mind, and it is now coming out in a place where clearly he feels uncomfortable. I mean, we could get like you know so many people in here to really diagnose this kid with how many fucked up things have probably happened in his life that he feels the need to have an outburst like that. All right. Well, something happened. Hey, should we do the audio only? I think it'd be a nice. I time. feel like that. It's like this, Bella, but it's audio only. Yeah, <laughs> you can still smoke. People just won't see it. Just make more noises with it so people if know people you're won't smoking. People see it, then I can't smoke. Like, that's <laughs> that's why um, I'm she doing does it, it for the people. True, uh, Bella. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Impulsive today. For, me. for real, um, Bella's <clears throat> book, "The Life of a Wannabe Mogul: Mental Disarray," Volume One, is out July twenty third. Uh, where can they buy it? Is it going to be in Barnes and Nobles? Uh-huh. Barnes and Nobles? Nobles, Nobles, I believe. We got it. Yeah. Barnes and Nobles? Yes. Nobles. Oh, yeah, we out here. Dang. We stores, we That's in awesome. Will it be Ooh. black or red? Because you talked about the, the colors. The first one is red. Okay, great. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Black. Buy the book. I'm going to keep this one. Uh, thank you so much, Bella. You can find her on Instagram at Bella Thorne. It's very obvious. Follow us on Instagram at Impulsive Show and subscribe. We're going to do an audio only with Bella right now. We're going to get juicy. We're going to dive deep. Spotify and iTunes. It's way exclusive. We love you. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Peace. Yay. Payphone just ringing. Wow, I think I'm high now. I, I think I got contact high. Yeah. You guys are over there, bro. I'm high as a kite. <laughs> well, at least your eyes aren't getting Hey, when are you trying to have kids, Bella? What? Are you trying to have kids? Is that an invite? No, um, but I would love kids, of course. Any specific age? Um, I would love kids when I, I always, I always say like, I want to be so rich by the time I have kids. I know that sounds terrible, but I just want to, I know that working moms, like I love it. Like I, I love it, but I personally want to spend so much time like really Uh, studying my kid and learning about like I don't know like I just have a feeling that after I have kids I'm gonna be like all right work's going on hold for a good minute over here and I'm gonna want to like do some crazy things with these kids and I I don't know because I want to give which is not the not a good (laughs) not a good thing I want to give my kids everything they want because of course I never had anything so Mm. That's not the best way to raise your kids, but of course I know that How I. How are you going to combat that? I know because it's it's valid and it's it's concerned. I don't want to raise a kid in L.A. I think this is a horrible place to raise that's a kid. What I said I don't want to raise a kid in L.A. What am I out of my mind? Yeah, I want to go to Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, where they have to play with trees for fun. Yeah, you got to be no. careful with places like that too, as well, though, because yeah, there's crazies in there. Some rivers, of, some of the places Rapid where rivers. there's really nothing else to do those kids get really heavy into drugs because there's nothing else to do starting from a young age the, in high school. The high school I went to was called Heroin High. That was the n- nickname. What? Heroin High. Uh-oh. Really? It was called Westlake High School, nicknamed Heroin High. Because there's yeah. so many Fuck. high yeah. schools like yeah. that. And where oh Mike grew God. up, I mean. My because city, there's nothing else to do around, literally. To do, yeah. yeah. My city was called Milford, but everyone called it Pilford because there were so many Oxy-80s floating around. We got drowned in those pills. That's so scary. I, yeah. Also schooling, that's another thing. Like, you know, I don't want to have a kid right now. One, I think I'm too young, too, um, because I'm like, I, this education system, a lot of these systems, like, like, I'm I'm a really weird, I'm probably more on the hippie side of like, (sighs) moving to a community with other hippie people Mm. that we all 
raise our children in this classroom in a sense that is like, you know, their own classroom or something that has multiple different tutors in and out all the time, getting them like, I want to teach my kids about agriculture and like literally how to fucking grow shit. Okay. Because in this universe, look at what we're doing. We are just killing everything. So like things to me that are like, you know, like there's some math things where you have to learn so much in math that you don't use, but then some of the other things in math are actually really important and you don't pay attention to those because you spend so much time learning the shit that you're kind of like, oh, that just goes to the back of my mind and then it just sits there and then it just dissipates slowly. Like, you know, I want to be so specific on the things to teach my children that that's another reason that I wouldn't want to have kids in the news this soon future because I just haven't figured out a hundred percent what I think about all that standardized tests are what really screwing it up ah yeah I, I got really good score on those though dude so well yeah I mean that's the problem though is that we're we're pressuring kids to go for high scores mm. yeah. and we're Instead forcing of tons to of about it yeah, it, yeah well when we know psychologists know that when you force a bunch of information in a short period of time the brain can't process all of that the brain needs a resting time so we have all these really? like, pressures to prepare for tests your brain can't handle that there was also that that study they did that says like uh the time that we start school the first like yeah. two, like the first two to three hours is like it's gone it, the brain doesn't oh because yeah. it's so early it. kids yeah. are chronically yeah, they, sleep deprived yeah so that's what they're, they're discovering like, as well what is it, nine or something nine or, or ten nine? Yeah. ten is the optimal time to start school because kids when they're developing no, they're running they it like seven thirty eight yeah, my morning bell first period seven thirty five. Kids are kids are chronically like they literally don't retain the information that they learned in the first two to three hours. Yeah. They don't like the brain doesn't actually retain the information. That is fucked up. Damn. And why don't we fix that? Because yeah. we don't care. Enough you, to, that's not a big deal to us, but it is because it's raising our generations and our future. Like, what do you mean? That is where exactly you should start is with the education system because that is how the the universe just keeps going guys like what are you what are you doing over here i think i think i think the generation right under gen z the next one the newest one i think they're gonna be fucking geniuses those are the ones that are gonna make you like live forever and like clone you and do all the stuff that's like technically impossible yeah. i think because i think our generation big on is education free them like i think we're i, I agree with you i think we're yeah gonna, it's just gonna take a little bit of time for like the tech and the the like the education system to truly be flipped on its head. Oh, yeah. That's not, that is not an that's easy switch. Not, Cause I mean, yeah. you know where the change starts yeah. where government uh, in this situation. No, not f- it partially. It's kind of from the top down and grassroots mm-hmm. up because there's a lot of, I think have to push for it or else it will like literally exactly. change. Yeah. People sense. have to lead it. So what's mm-hmm. happening right now, which is really cool is that there's some big tech companies that are getting really involved in education. So there's a lot of money that's getting pumped in mm-hmm. instead of the government pumping money into education. Mm-hmm. When the government, since they've been pumping at money and uh, into education, it hasn't fixed it. Mm-mm. You know, we haven't, yeah. we haven't seen those changes yet. So I think tech and Where's what's happening in California is, is huge. Bitch, I'm paying a crazy amount of taxes. Where Where is it? I don't see it on the streets. I don't see it in the educational system. I don't see it in fucking the medical system. I don't see yeah. it anywhere. Where is it all going? Military. Military is where most of it A lot of, of military goes. and a lot back in the billionaire's pockets, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's why there's such rich people. That's true. Definitely grassroots up and top, up top. Exactly what he said, 100%. Because if we don't, as a society, put our foot down and say, no, nothing will ever change. Yeah. We have to force their hand, in a sense, and say, look, we're not okay with this. And 
we're not going to either keep giving you money. We're not going to like, there has to be something that they have to listen to us about to, in order to actually flip it on its head. Yeah. Otherwise, well, it look at, happen. look at the college admission scandal that took place with some of these Woo! famous moms that wanted their kids to get into USC. Shout out Olivia Jade was good. That's like the epitome of what's going wrong right now. Like if you think about what is our goal with education? When I was walking, I have pictures on my phone. When I was walking in Santa Monica. There's this, there's these images of our kids are college bound. And I was looking at the school and it was an elementary school. And I was like, what? I was like, they're, they're programming. They want these kids to go to college. They're bragging that this elementary school gets them college ready. That's what our goal in the United States is. I went to Finland, which is the number one education system in the world. Their goal is to create people who are mindful. Mindfulness is in their curriculum. Yeah. Their goal is to create enlightened people. Those mm-hmm. time, those that terminology, creative imagination. That's what their goals are. Their goals aren't to produce people for college. That's the system that we have in the United States. Yeah. Wow, we I want I to you. produce people that are college ready. <laughs> I think I'm marrying you. Well, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> hey, I love has a, a, a girlfriend. So Hi, Angel. Oh, oh wait, oh, shit. And I no, did not no know visual. Finland was the number one yeah. education system. Number What's the one. metric for success? Wow, it's amazing. Um, well, so ironically, Finland actually scores the best on standardized tests. Uh, uh, and, um, I think it's like, I forget what the actual, um, the measurement with all the countries are, but they spend the least amount of time in school. They don't have any homework and, what? uh, they don't yeah, they take see. standardized tests to determine where they go. So standardized testing doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't determine anything because they have a free education. I'd so they have no pressure. The, so homework was, so well. the homework was a big thing that they also mentioned in that same study that I read about. Um, the, the homework, just it being like, Too doesn't, long. yeah, it just doesn't Kids really. are developing. Mm-hmm. They're developing. They don't need homework. They need to go home and they need to be a kid. They need to experience life. They are don't need sure? to go home. So that when they Positive. go back in the morning, <laughs> are they are sure? more willing and ready to be there to and learn. actually pay yeah, attention yeah, because they have a life. They have yeah. other things. You the know? brain can only yeah. handle a specific amount of time per day to yeah. learn. And information, cramming information mm-hmm. in is not learning. Mm-hmm. Learning is something that comes from within. So you pull information You experience out. it. Mm. I'd love to I see just, how Finland compares to like China, which has the most rigorous education system. I mean, how many hours a day are the kids in school there? Um, Was it like I, it, 12, 10 to 12 hours a day? It's up it? there. I went to China too yeah. for their education system. Japan's actually number two and they're, they're kind of it, like what you're describing. They spend tons of time in school and they have tutors after school. Is China's China the, the same. Hi- is China the highest though? No, no. They're higher than the United States with standardized testing. Not, not in scoring. I just mean in the rigorousness of the program. Like the kids, like the kids are there yeah. all day. Are yeah, they there six days It's much days more a week? intense. It's much more intense. I think it's six days a week. It too. depends. It depends on, on which schools, but yeah, it's much more intense. Can, wow. I, can I completely, that was great. Holy shit. Education, super great to talk about. Look out! Watch Let's out. move. Uh, hey, can I ask an off the wall question? I'm mm-hmm. curious because you mentioned it. You said you don't shave your leg hair. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the theory logic mentality there? Because Riley Reed did doesn't she just either. Called both of us by the way. Oh, she as fit. soon as you said not shaving, I thought of Riley and I just realized she oh, she texted us too. She has um, questions. Uh, um, I think that with shaving, it's like, um. Okay, well, the obviously the bigger, more obvious topic is the whole feminist side of it, of I shouldn't have to, you don't, blah, 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 and this and that. Um, and that is obviously something that I stand for. And uh, another thing that people don't see as much is, bitch, I'm lazy. Like, you know, like, 
What, uh, like I'm gonna shave? Like you think in my gen- one, I never sleep. I run. How many businesses? What am I doing? How many movies do I do a year? How much shit am I always doing? Literally, you think you think in the morning when I shout, I'm gonna oh, and I'm gonna get up for an extra twenty minutes, and then I'm gonna get razor burn, and then like you guys don't know how this is on the legs and on everywhere and on the armpit. Oh my god! I don't know. If you did, you would literally be like, I don't want to do this shit either. Okay, because mm. one, it's also really painful and itchy. Two, I don't think it's good for the skin, and I think it's probably really bad as 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 well as depending on the metals and the the chemicals that are in the shaver itself. I'm just thinking of slicing up your leg because you're taking off that first little layer. And so therefore with that first layer, then you're also putting what chemicals right on it every single day. Like I'm just thinking in my mind, like that just doesn't sound healthy. Like I really want to get an IUD, but I am like, oh, a piece of metal right next to my vid- my uterus, Ooh. just sitting up there for years without taking, like in my brain, I'm like, that just hasn't been tested long enough. That about- just in 40 years, what does that do to your uterus? Like, I'm just mm. thinking, like, I, I just can't, I, I it, because I'm so weird about the medical system, all those things, I'm like, oh, this is also problematic. What? what about vaccines? Oh yeah, I don't know how I feel about vaccines either. Oh no. I just don't know how I feel. The publicist is like this. Don't answer the question. (laughs) I just haven't decided in my mind. I don't know. I'll be honest with you, Bill. I shave my balls quite often. (laughs) All right. And it feels nice. I like having smooth balls. I don't know how else to say that. I appreciate the fact that you don't. Well, yeah, I get what she's saying. Everyone has their own. Yo, that's super practical. I know. Uh, and like, that's, I've, I've got like, two best friends that. that love to shave their legs because they're Tana, like, it's, it's, it's clean. It feels Tana. nice. Tana, Tana, do you shave you your shave legs? Shave their balls? I don't know. Why don't you ask your brother? She's getting all oh, sexual. Logan. She's getting all, I can't tell if she's sexual or, or baby. upset. Or a baby. <laughs> well, or you could just tell me now because you're here. She shaves her legs. <laughs> That's, that's it. That's it's settled. And exactly. that's your choice. I've actually, I've exactly. actually shaved my legs and armpits well, you're for swimming. A swimmer, yeah. yeah. And a vegan. Armpits it, suck. It does those suck. suck. When those grow back, yeah. I, I, well, I, I, armpits, every, oh, I have terrible. my armpit waxed. Wait, you're talking exactly. about the armpit hair or the armpit itself? When it grows back. When your armpit grows back. Correct. <laughs> what happened to it? Where'd it go? It just, you're it's, like, God dang it, I just got this arm. It goes right to my. T- it's a hole. What time is it, by the way? I think it's like six thirty uh, p.m. Eastern. Want to wrap it up? Uh, no, no. I just, I, I'm well, not saying that. I just, well, okay, yeah, because I got that Sony meeting at three. Well, she got that Sony meeting at three. Sony Woo! meeting at three. Bella, thank you so much. We love you. Thank you, seriously. Thank you for having me. Hit that subscribe button. Rate us five stars, or I'll end you. Bye. <laughs>